Preventing anxiety is not possible because it's part of a primitive response system. You cannot stop being anxious. So if anybody tells you that you can just stop it, it, that's not accurate at all. You've got to have it there. It's like your alarm system. So you, you've got to have it. The, the best way to deal with it is to learn how to manage it in a more helpful way. So it's not that you can stop it. It's that when you get it, you can train yourself to manage it in a more helpful way. So to not allow your uh, appraisal of it, the way that you add meaning to it, to grow, as you said, to snowball, because that's when it becomes more unmanageable. You can learn to um, relax your body. So some people go for yoga, some people go for meditation, but also think about the way that you hold tension in your body. So typically when somebody becomes very, very anxious, they tend to go very rigid. So the upper body, you may notice more. I tend to look at people quite a lot, not in an odd way. It's kind of a professional thing. I do it all the time. Um, but again, it's kind of like, look at the shoulders. So if you if you feel that your shoulders are going to meet your, your ears, they shouldn't be there. They shouldn't be that good friends. Let them come down a little bit. So again, relaxing the shoulders, relaxing the legs. Because again, when we tend to, you can't see this on radio, but when you tend to get anxious, you, you, you squeeze your hands together so you can Create see your fists. knuckles. Yeah. yeah, really. So if you're starting to do that and you can feel your nails in your hands, relax them. Scrunching up the toes. So everything tends to scrunch up. We need it to relax and be what we call low tone. So be quite floppy. So it doesn't matter where you are. You could be sat down. You could be standing up. You could be walking down Strand Street. Stop. Take some deep breaths and allow everything to relax back down again. I don't expect people to get into a lotus position and practice some, you know, deep diaphragmatic breathing because that can take years and years and years of practice. Simple, quick, let everything drop down. Imagine a gauge in your head. So when you're super tense, if it's sort sort of somewhere around ten, you want it to come back down to sort of one, two, or three. So that sounds uh, like a way of treating a mild case of anxiety, something that might happen uh, on, a, on a, a daily occurrence that isn't massive, that we all deal with, we all yeah. get anxious. There are some more severe cases of anxiety. So how would those be treated? It's the same thing, same thing. Firstly, if you've got chronic anxiety and it's happening persistently, you need to look at what's triggering the event. So we do what we call a formulation in CBT, and that, simply put, is a mind map. So we need to look at, okay, so what is the event that is happening? What's the situation? Is it something you are doing? Is it somewhere that you are going? Is it somebody that you are with? Um, what is happening? So what uh, what's the triggering bit of it? So that's one bit. Okay, and when you're in that situation, what do you start to think? So what is it that goes through your mind? What kind of thoughts do you experience? Are they neutral? Are they um, worrisome? Are they accurate? So when you have those thoughts, what evidence are you using to underpin them? Secondly, how are you feeling at the time? So again, are you overly tense? Is your whole presentation disproportionate to the event that you are dealing with at that moment? The chronic element to anxiety comes when you keep experiencing different situations or the same situation again and again and again and again. So there's no different thing to it, but you still have to learn how to manage your body. That goes throughout, whether you're chronic or whether it's an acute episode and you don't experience it again. That typically doesn't happen, by the way, but you need that part of it to manage the physical symptoms. You need another bit. So it's like having a toolkit. 
you need another bit to look at how you appraise those situations. Are you trying to get out of it too quickly? Because if people run out of a situation far too quickly, they are not actually learning how to deal with it in the moment. As excruciating as it is, and it will be, running away from it teaches you nothing but you will feel that every time you are in a situation when your levels rise, so whether you become super anxious. Because, you know, as human beings, we have protective factors within ourselves. And one of those is getting away from something. Now, sometimes, yes, it's right and proper to run. But is it right and proper to run out of a building when perhaps you believe something's going to happen, like a spider's going to walk across the, the floor? Is it right and proper to sort of run out of that as if somebody's just dropped a bomb there? You know, they're real situations, but the way that you approach them, the way that you respond to them, the way that you deal with them can be different. So it's about bringing things back into what is reasonable and what is balanced. So chronic is the same as acute, but if it's chronic, it means you haven't dealt with it. It just means that you've reinforced the behaviour, you've reinforced the thinking, and almost reinforcing that you can experience it through that emotion which is generally an unhelpful one.